okay, it's fine. Like everyone's like, yeah, this was me six months ago. Like I just ended my engagement and I'm just like, all right. Like it's nice to know people have it like not people have it worse than me. But, but like it makes me feel a little bit better. The, um, weird, the weird thing about them is breakups don't get easier, but you change. Like the time that goes on between your last breakup and different than you were. Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of Vulnerable. I am your host, Chelsea Vaughn, and this is just not another episode. This is our 50th episode. I literally can't believe that. Like, it sounds like not that many, but when you think about the, the fact that that's 50 weeks of episodes, I'm like, holy I flew by. Um, and for all of my day ones that were here from episode number one, very first episode I had, was with my bestie, Abigail Herringer. And she was, if you don't know, from my season of The Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise, and we've been close friends ever since. And so today for the 50th episode, I wanted to have her back. Um, I really, really, really wanted to have her in the studio with me. Um, but sadly, that wasn't able to happen. So we had to do it virtually, but still amazing. So I had her and Noah come on. We talked about, obviously, they're newly engaged, so we talked about that a little bit, about their engagement party, about their house renovations they're doing, and then Noah, like, pulled a reverse Uno card on me and started interviewing me about my breakup, um, so we talked about that, too, but it was good. It was it was necessary, and we all got very vulnerable today, um, just talking about expectations around getting engaged and moving in together and getting a house and all that. Um, so it was just a nice chat with friends. I was so happy to have them on, would love to have them on any and every episode. Um, so it was a really good one. I hope you guys love it. And without further ado, here they are. We have Abigail Herringer and Noah Herb on Vulnerable today. Welcome, guys. My friends are here. I'm so excited. <laughs> Good to see you, Chelsea, always. Yes, um, it's always nice to have friends. And this is actually going to be my 50th episode. And I actually can't believe that. But Abby, as you guys know, was my first episode ever. And we're doing the big 5-0 together, bringing it full circle. Nice. Um, so I'm glad that Noah, I'm glad you're here too. You're good without me. Are you invited to the party? Yes, you're invited finally to be vulnerable. Um, so <laughs> I'm going to do this like I do all my other guests. I ask everyone what's their age, their sign, and where they're from. Age, sign, where you're from. I'm from Tulsa, Oklahoma. My age is about to be 29. And I am a Scorpio. And I don't care. Scorpio. <laughs> Abigail. All right. I am 28. I'm originally from Oregon, but now I live in Tulsa and I'm a Pisces. Which is both Pisces and Scorpio. Uh -oh. You know, you guys are compatible. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God, you guys. It's been a tricky one to work Yeah. <laughs> um, so everyone knows that you're, I mean, for everyone who doesn't, you're newly engaged. Congrats, guys. Um, is there anything that you feel like, like, do you feel different being engaged? Because I was recently talking to this, to my friend about this. Um, one of my best friends, Zola, just got engaged. And I was talking to like some of her friends at the engagement party. And 
some of them were like, yeah, I feel like nobody talks about this, but it does feel different to be engaged slash to be married. So do you agree with that? So I always said for like, I mean, right after we got engaged, I was like, no, I don't feel any different. Like it's, it's no difference. It's done. We've already been together forever. Then it was after the Taylor Swift concert when we were at home, <laughs> like getting ready in the bathroom, like to go to bed. I was like, this does feel different. I don't know why. Yeah, it felt different. Yeah, I feel like it's just like less to worry about. Once it's done, you're like, okay, we're engaged. We're going to get married. See, For I some reason, that. there's a difference. I don't know why. I could be wrong, but I did. I do feel different now. Nonsense. <laughs> See, I feel the opposite. I feel like a lot doesn't feel different for me just because I feel like we had already done so many milestones when we were dating. But I feel like I have more to worry about now because now it's more questions of like, when's the wedding? What are you guys doing for the wedding? Where are you guys getting married? I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to have, like, it's just like even more questions. I felt like before it was just, when are you getting engaged? And that was it. But now <laughs> so much to think about. And I'm like, Okay, now we open that door. There's no going back now. I also feel it's different. Uh, like in the Midwest, there is a difference between being engaged and um, just boyfriend and girlfriend. Like we Ooh, tell us together. Um, that would be like a little bit weird, more weird in the Midwest than it would be like on the coast. Yeah. But when you're engaged, nobody even questions it. It's not weird. Yeah. So that's not like a reason, but the, it is a difference for like this part of the country. Hmm. Like, what, what do you mean, though? Like, just people in the, <laughs> but like, just people in the Midwest. You're saying like, they judge you if you're like, not like living together or not. It's not a judge you, but it's like that's it's kind you of cross that bridge. Like now, everyone, like I don't know for some reason in my mind when you're dating. Yeah, obviously you're we're dating. We're not cheating on each other. We're we're together. <laughs> There's a difference. When you get engaged, I don't know what it is. I in mean, the it is the norm here. I mean, it's much more like a shorter time frame, and it's kind of okay. You guys date, you get engaged, you get married, you move in. It's kind of more of a black and white process. Um, and we kind of took a non-traditional route because that's kind of what was necessary for our relationship. And it's just not how a lot of people do things here. So I think that's what he's trying to say. Like, there's kind of a norm doing things in the Midwest. Um, we don't really fit that, but I think us being engaged, it definitely solidifies it. My mom wanted us to get married at the engagement party. <laughs> oh my God. for us to be married. Literally at the engagement party. Oh my, I would have been, you know how mad I would have been if you guys got married <laughs> at the engagement party and I wasn't there. A caption that said like the easiest I do yeah, at our party because it was like, it looked like a wedding. It's really pretty. It did. But no, I do feel Wait, tell, tell me. I don't feel a whole lot different, but there is something different that in the back of my mind, it's like one less thing that I'm like having to worry about. Because I already planned on marriage, mm. but now it's one step closer. Now it's like, okay, can we just get this wedding over with? And <laughs> move on. Yeah, it sounds like. It sounds like everybody agrees that it does feel different, whether or not you can pinpoint that or not, the reason why or whatever. But for you, it's like you are the one that had to propose. So like, I'm sure there's a lot less thinking, planning, anxiety on your end. And then it sounds like all of that anxiety kind of transferred over to Abby because now she has to, you're like, phew, I'm relieved. I got the proposal out of the way, less things to think about. And Abby's like more things to think about. 
I think that's what it was, is I got railed every day about when are you going to propose, when are you going to propose. <laughs> now so I know what it's like. when I propose. Like, I don't know. So now people don't ask me that. That's probably half the pressure is because we're engaged. Like, pop I know. Off. I feel like right. when people are like, when are you guys getting engaged? I was like, I don't know. Ask Nella. And now everyone's like, <laughs> you know, I was like, I don't know. Ask Abigail. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, Abby's just making it worse by adding on. Like, I don't know. Ask Noah. <laughs> my fault. Double my the people asking. Once the house is done, we'll get married. But other than that, ask Abby. In- invitations. If you guys are friends with me and you want to come to the wedding, talk to Abby. Like, it's almost <laughs> wedding now is all Abby. I'm like, yep, talk to Abby. Yeah. Um, wait, tell me about the party. What were the highlights? What happened? The party, yeah. It was really fun. Yeah. That was my first time hosting probably more than 10 people. And there's so much that just like went into it. 10 but, people. And it had like 50, 60 people showed up. Um, it was fun. It was exactly what 60? It was small. It was intimate. We did everything ourselves. Yeah. It was stressful. It was very stressful. Because our house is, we threw a house party. We haven't been here very long. We, I tore apart the house uh, <laughs> and we're like, yeah, come over for our engagement party, but let's just stay in the yard well, there's I, nothing in there. The house is torn apart. It's like a wall. And like well, it started off with just our family. So I was thinking, okay, we'll just have like a dinner in the backyard, just our families. And then we were like, well, we should invite our friends. And then the week of, I think you were just inviting everyone that we ran into, into Tulsa. So then <laughs> 20 people, the 40 people, the 60 people. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Okay. So we had to go to Costco and buy like value packs of everything. But I think we did it. We For did me, it was different because I'm from here. I'm like born and raised yeah. here. I left for, you know, travel nursing for a long time, but I still have a lot of old friends. And my go-to answer was like, yeah, if they haven't met Abby and I, they're probably not going to come. But then I have like some old, old friends where I'm like, I just haven't seen them in a while. So there were a couple of people I met for the first time at our engagement party. So that's going to be tricky for the wedding too. But for the engagement party, it went way better than I expected. It was super cool. It was our first time like having friends over in our new home, which is hardly a home, but to us it is. It was like our little welcome to you know our new life, which is going to be in Tulsa. So I thought it was great. Yeah, it was so much fun. It oh. high school. Um, I don't even drink that much, drank a bunch, giggled with all my friends. <laughs> We're like giggling, you know, the whole night. It felt like I was back in high school. It was a lot of fun. Oh, it looks so pretty. Yeah. We um, there. I know. Um, did you even let, like, did you literally let anybody inside the house? Cause like I, I can see it on Instagram, but I can't tell how big of a disaster it actually is. <laughs> well, people could go in to like go to the bathroom. And like if if you gossip or something, it's like go in the house and gossip a little bit. I love to go to my room and gossip. But it's empty. It's not like like we have a nice couch that we covered covered so it doesn't get ruined and there's no kitchen. Okay. And yeah, we're doing takeout and like microwave meals. But this is a big week. Nice. So the party was a good like kind of teaser of what our life will be like and our friends that We've got some good friends out here getting to host people. Super excited about that. But it was a good little teaser. It was like three parties into one. Families got to meet yeah. for the first time. Oh, agreed. We Wait, thought. your families? They had your families haven't met. Nope. 
I mean, I didn't, oh my god, I didn't know that. No, they had never met, and they love each other. They're, we both decided to be the best families. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Damn. So it really was like a wedding. So now that you did this party, if it was like sixty people, because I feel like when people talk about like oh small weddings versus big weddings, like a. I don't know how you, if you have a big family, like obviously Noah, you have a million brothers and sisters. Like, I don't know if like a small wedding is even a feasible option for you if you have 60 people at an engagement party. So like, do you think your wedding's going to be massive? Like hundreds of people? It's going to be, um, I'll probably piss a bunch of people off and it's going to be a hundred people, no kids, like my family of 30 included, or it's going to be 500. Damn. There's no in between. <laughs> <laughs> So I'd like to be on the side of like yeah. people, you know, if you didn't make it to the wedding, it's nothing personal. Uh, I just, or we're going to have. Everybody. We are not doing a 500 person wedding. So <laughs> that's where like, we're at. <laughs> I don't have the budget for that. Yeah. yeah strap in Abby for. What was that? That's a lot of planning if it's like 500 people. So <laughs> I hope it's the other option for your sake. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so one of my first segments I do is called What's Going Vaughn. Abby, back when you were on this podcast, we used to talk pop culture. But now I just ask people, like, what's one thing in your life right now that you're excited about? But, like, try to make it unrelated to the wedding if you can, because I feel like we just talked a lot of wedding. <laughs> I'm over wedding talk. Go ahead. Yeah. But I'm over wedding talk. It's, it's down the road. Let's figure it out later. Oh, but yeah. what are you excited yeah. about? Okay, yeah. So what's something you're excited about in your life? Excited for... Hmm. Well, I could be boring. Or just like... Okay, the house. I'm excited for the house to come together. Yeah, that's boring. pretty soft. That's pretty weird. <laughs> All right, I'll answer for both. <laughs> okay. I'm excited because we, I feel like right after the show, you know, it's crazy. Um... We'll get into your relationship later when I take over this interview. But <laughs> Okay, who's the host here, Noah? <laughs> the show is crazy. You know, you're getting invited to events. You have people, you know, your social media engagement's high. And it's like you want to do everything you can to travel and have fun. And it's cool. But it's not a normal life. <laughs> it's not a normal life. I'm, I'm super excited that we've, we've moved back to where we're going to call home. And it's like now we're going to live our life. Like in a normal way, we're not just at a new spot, at a new spot every six months, which is what we were for like two years. So I'm super excited that now our life can kind of begin like us. And we did travel a lot. We got to have fun. Yeah, I'm going to get fat, grow my beard out. I'm just excited that we've, we lived a different chapter right after the show. It was a blast, you know, fresh dating, traveling around. Now it's like more of a settled approach that uh it's starting to unfold and we put a lot of hard work into it and now we're finally i mean the house is torn apart but we're finally seeing like what that life could look like and that's what i'm excited about that's, pretty that's a pretty good one i mean as much as like nomad life and traveling and bopping around is super fun like it also is so nice to just chill and like plant roots and it's like gotta be like i saw your story yesterday about like how special it is for you to like bring Abby because this is like your hometown. Like obviously you, I don't know if 
how much convincing there was involved, but like you convinced Abby to come to your hometown and like now has a house. And so it's like, that's, that's got to feel very special to well, I care. people. I know how special it is out here and how nice everybody is. And it is a great place to like actually get roots and get involved with the community and settle down. But there was a lot of convincing and it's like, yeah, we'll get you a nice house. You'll get to invest in a house for your own and then we'll get married and we'll keep investing together. You didn't have to convince me that hard. Yeah, but you never know how it's going to (laughs) turn out. Then it's like the first month, it's I'm working like 10 hours a day at the house and covered in sheetrock. And I'm like, okay, well, I did all this convincing and it's, this is part of it, I guess. But now I'm starting, we're starting to like get a little bit more, uh, a good picture of what it can actually look like. So I'm excited because a lot of the stuff I said that I was just BSing, just hoping it can, <laughs> you know, you just lie out of your mouth and hope you do your part and hope it well. That's kind of my perspective was. And now it's like, oh, this is actually turning out pretty well. She's got good friends. Our house is going to be amazing. Great. Good risk. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. I mean, you picked the right girl. Because um, if you and I had met on the beach, I wouldn't have moved <laughs> to Tulsa, Oklahoma. <laughs> Listen, if you and I went on the beach, I wouldn't have moved to this house and demoed it, okay? We'd have been like, oh, <laughs> I can't not imagine Chelsea in Oklahoma or you in New York. That's why that's so funny. <laughs> uh, I mean, you spent a lot of time coming to New York when you guys were, when you were still here, Abby. Yeah, but it would sneak, but, it would sneak around. Yeah. I mean, I never thought I would go to Oklahoma at all, but now I have to since you guys are there. (laughs) You're on a mission to convince people how fun it is. You're next. I will come, and I will come with an open mind. Hey, do you not want to hear what Abby's excited about? She likes to do this thing where she actually and then doesn't answer. Oh, no, I wasn't going to let her get away with that. She's sticking with the house. The trenches right now, so it's hard to sound excited, but I am excited about the house when it's done. But that sounds You're just excited for like the finished product. Well, I'm probably not the bandwagon if you're a answer. I'm excited to meet people down, start our life together in the house. Yeah. We're excited for what's to come and what's how it's looking. It could go south, but I feel like we'll be all right. <laughs> Wait, Noah, we have to talk about your hair. Oh yeah, it's gone. How are you fe- how are you feeling since the chop? Like Abby, did you want him to keep it or did you want him to cut it off? Like what well, why did you pick right then? I was not pushing you one way or the other. I was very much like, I like the long hair. If you want to cut it, maybe let's talk about haircut options, but <laughs> I he went for like nineties kind of cut and she knew exactly what to do and I think it looks really good. It was my long hair will be missed. It'll go down in infamy. It got way more <laughs> control and I never cut it. I looked very like hippie. I didn't but I realize it. how long it was until I look at pictures now after you cut your hair. I look at pictures and I'm like, it was really long. It served its purpose. <laughs> But that was like kind of the tied up. Like I was in Cal- in San Diego being a beach bum. Yeah. Like picking up a few nursing shifts. Just now I'm back home and I'm like, all right, this is Beyonce era. Let's clean it up a little bit. <laughs> 10 push-ups a day. Eat my lentils and kale. <laughs> that long hair was like, all right, California, Noah, let's, let's live it up. Now this one's like, okay, 
That's drink my matcha. I'm sorry that you have a little bit of an identity crisis because the big personality trait was your long hair. No, I'll be the first to admit it. I'm, Anyone with long, any guy that has long hair that denies this is a liar. It was my personality trait there for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> and it has to be because it gets so much attention. But now that it's gone, it's like, all right, what else is Noah about other than long hair? <laughs> what else do you want to do? Okay, but. My head out of the window when the windows are, you know, when I'm driving. It's still like, it's not like it's super short now. It's not like you buzzed it. Yeah, but like, it was, it's still it was kind of shoulders. We have matching. It was long. At one point, we had the same color, same cut, layers. I remember that like photo shoot you did where your hair was like basically the same. Like you guys' hair was basically identical. Hey, you know how many hair supplement companies reached out to me when I had those Goldilocks? You should have you should have taken advantage while you had them. No, was, no. When I was, it was fun. You know, new. Yeah, not a new me. I'm being dramatic, but it just, it was time to switch it up. I mean, it's not dramatic. I feel like I cut my hair off, and it was my whole personality for a minute. Um, but I like forget how short your hair was before. When like I see old pictures, like I was on the way here. <laughs> This is random, but I was Googling and an article of you guys popped up. I wasn't even Googling you. I was just Googling like things for the podcast. And there was an article of you from like 16 hours ago that was like, Abigail and Noah celebrate their engagement party. And they used this really old picture of you, Noah. I might have been like your Paradise cast photo or like even Bachelorette. I don't know. And your hair was so short that you're like unrecognizable. I'm like, oh my God, I forgot how short it was. Here's the thing. It was short and it was spiky. He had like the spike. It was spiky. I don't think we need to bring the spike back. The thing about those pictures is I did go on two shows and... You know, my experience was good, as bad, whatever. I'd be like, listen, if you guys want me to keep being on the show, we got to change these staff photos. Because they, they did me so dirty in Paradise and whatever the Latasha season. Do you remember season. his cast photo on Paradise? Dude, I, when he had the thumb in his pocket? They, I know okay, I don't, we took. I got, the, I got done the dirtiest in all of the casting photos. And those are the ones that don't go away. But it was. I don't know. Some of the. I think the guys in general are done dirty on those photos. Same. They're bad. Stage. It's tough for everyone. We hate to see it. Hopefully, I just keep this. Yeah, and they'll follow you forever, no matter how many more pictures or photo shoots you do. Those cast photos are just on Google everywhere. It's the same with our engagement photo that got released. Happens to be the one where like. My hand is up and my hips popped out and I'm yelling something. And that's the one that I see going around. I'm like, how many pictures did you take? That's the one that gets pushed. It was an emotional picture. Yeah, happens to the best of us. Um, I feel like when I have like actual friends on this podcast, it's when I like struggle the most to make conversation. That sounds weird, but it's almost like when I have people that are my friends, it's like I know too much <laughs> like when I have strangers on I can ask them literally anything and nothing's off limits not that I'm saying things are off limits with you guys but I'm just like I don't even know what to talk about because there's too much to talk about how about we just get into it huh let's just get right oh get into what let's get in there what questions do you have <laughs> I have some questions uh, you do <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm an open book, Noah. This podcast is called Vulnerable for a reason. <laughs> I was going to say that last time we saw you, you're in a relationship. <laughs> that is true. Yes, I came to San Diego. Is that the last time I saw you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I came to San Diego and I was in a relationship and now I am no longer. I feel like, I mean, if I'm going to talk about this with anyone, it's going to be you guys. But like, obviously, the one time I talked about it, I was very raw. It was very fresh. But now I feel like I can talk about it like from an okay place. (laughs) I think I just thought that like the more you go through breakups, it would get easier because it's like the more you go through anything in life, like you gain more experience, like you kind of know what's coming. You like think, okay, I've done this before, like it's not as bad as before, but it's like, I almost feel like it's kind of the opposite. Like, I feel like I think you get more hopeful and you get closer to a person that you think is like your person. So then when it doesn't work out, then it's like even more devastating. <laughs> um, so that's kind of where I'm at right now. Cause I'm just like, fuck, like this is the third time that I've like gone through a really, like really big breakup. I mean, never publicly, but like Honestly, the public part is kind of helping, which is ironic. I didn't think that was going to be the case. But, like, I have a lot of supporters, like, real-life supporters and then, like, internet friends. Um, And everyone's really nice. And they're, like, sending me their messages about, like, their breakups and what they're going through. And I'm just like, damn, like, okay, it's fine. Like, everyone's like, yeah, this was me six months ago. Like, I just ended my engagement. And I'm just like, all right. Like, it's nice to know people have it, like, not people have it worse than me. But, <laughs> but like, it makes me feel a little bit better. The, um, weird, the weird thing about them is breakups don't get easier, but you change. Like, the time that goes on between your last breakup, you're different than you were. So, like, the feelings that you yeah. think or the expect, expectations you have, they're a little different for some reason, but it's because you're different as a person. It's just, like, weird. Yeah. Well, it's also, like, your first public breakup, too. I feel like that adds a whole nother layer to it. If Yeah. If we broke up, I've already we're already in so deep, and you've moved here. Our families love each other. We're perfect. I don't know what I would do. I think I would, leave, I would have to leave the country and just travel for a month or something. Did you see me in uh, Europe and London? <laughs> Yeah, well, that's what I would do. You kind of have to. You kind of have to, especially with in the public eye. Like, I mean, people have good intentions. They reach out to try to support you, but it's just a lot of attention. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, you yeah. Know, TV show, you should be used to <clears throat> attention. But I'm also like, yeah, I don't feel good. I don't want the attention. So I feel like you kind of have right. to travel. I mean, if you guys broke up, it would get a lot more attention than me. So (laughs) I'm glad glad for that. But it's just like the timing is just like, I just feel like I was very public about like the moving process and like looking for apartments. And I'm usually not that transparent. Like I am transparent when I talk about things, but I'm not so like, that's not my content. I'm not the kind of person that like is always like, come along with me to do this and like take you step by step by step for things. And so because I just happened to make that choice about the apartment because I was like, okay, like people love apartment content. It's New York City. Like I'm moving with my boyfriend. That just turned out to be unfortunate because now everyone was very much involved. And then it's like, okay, cool. Four weeks later, 
apartment. Like I literally just posted this morning that I'm subletting my apartment. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But so you, that you only yeah. did that because you were obviously thinking that it was, I mean, that's where it was headed and that's the trajectory of what it was. I mean, yeah. So that, I mean, of course I wasn't being extra vulnerable and yeah. putting that out there. That's, it is unfortunate. You you would be like, I wish I could wipe <laughs> all that and it wouldn't happen. But yeah, I mean, it's out there now. So it's kind of just like, well, I took you guys along on the beginning of it. So now strap in because you're going to be here for the rest. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I think it's just weird. Like it's a weird grieving thing. Like it it's almost like somebody died but like kind of worse because they're still alive but you just can't talk to them <laughs> like it is fucking brutal um yeah and it's just like not everyone's like oh breakups like it's not linear or whatever which is true but it's just like today I feel okay like I feel all right today like yesterday I felt good because everyone like it was honestly kind of cathartic to talk about it like online and be like post the podcast here's all the feels whatever um so I think that made me feel better but like that doesn't mean I'm not going to be crying on Thursday <laughs> I mean so. you are a normal person I feel like everything you're saying right now is pretty normal very normal I mean yeah. you're on tv you walk runways but that is pretty normal <laughs> like all these feelings it doesn't make it easy yeah still I because uh, I mean, obviously, I knew you both. It's easy after a relationship to be like, oh, if it was just this one thing or two things that would have been different, it would have changed everything. But that's what's kind of weird about a relationship. You can't really pick and choose what a person should or shouldn't have that, you know, would help you. You just kind of have to take it all. It's kind of unfortunate. Yeah. And it makes it easy racking your brain after the fact. Makes it easy. Yeah. To just think a million things to like, oh, if it wasn't this or that, blah, blah, blah. But. Right. Well, you know. I mean, love. I don't think. What'd you say? I said, you know, we love you. You know, you got love. It just still doesn't make it easy. Oh, thanks. No, I have a lot of love. Like my friends, family, like everyone's been so nice. And I think. I'm just a, like I used to be apparently apparently I'm a new person now with this podcast and like with me fucking crying on the internet but like I used to just hold a lot of that in which I knew wasn't necessarily the healthiest or like I would share it with like a few people but like I feel like I didn't really have a choice because it was like all right it's out there like we met on a show like it's very public so I feel like I kind of just had to like let it all out. And I just think like that part of it, I'm very proud of myself for because I'm like, I like 2019 me would have absolutely never <laughs> like I'm just thinking about when I first went on the show and like the producers would try to like get emotions out of me and like get me to be like vulnerable and open up on like Bachelor. And I was like a vault. <laughs> and I thought that was like not necessarily that I thought it was a good thing, but I was kind of like proud of it like oh like I didn't cry in my ITM like I'm stronger than that blah 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 but it's really the opposite like I feel like it takes a lot more strength to like let it let it all out and let everybody see it I, I would yeah. feel the breakup right now needless to say I'd say you're doing well you're what? out there <laughs> you're <talking> thanks <laughs> yeah. now instead of 
<laughs> your yeah, your cognitive of the emotions you're feeling, which. Yeah, I have grown a lot. You guys should have seen me before. I was, <laughs> I was not like this a few years ago. But I will say the show, like, you know, all of its flaws pushed me to be this more open version of myself, whether like how I got here regardless. But like it did help me grow in that way, for sure. And I want to say this on the record. Hopefully it doesn't bite me in the butt. But you guys have been very amicable nobody's yeah in each other i mean it's really easy when you're emotional and kind of frustrated to just dog the other person <laughs> it says a lot when uh that doesn't happen and everyone says like yeah. oh, not, we're just gonna do a joint statement and we'll be good but i mean they're all real emotions so i would say props to you for i mean props to both of you really for not just making yourself feel better by attacking the other person because you don't win in the long run. Yeah, I just feel like that would have been tacky, honestly. And like, obviously, I do have so much love for him. Like, it's not like I want to just shit on him um, on the internet. But like, I feel like the only time that I get the urge to be like petty is with other people making comments. Like, obviously I talked about it. So I'm like, okay, I opened up the floodgates for people to comment on it, even though they have no idea what they're talking about. But it's like, it still stings a little bit when I'm like, that's not what happened. <laughs> like, I'm just a very like, I don't know. That's just my personality. It makes me want to like argue with these people. But then I'm like, what, it, for what? <laughs> I didn't have the greatest edit. Yeah. A few different shows for a couple of weeks. I know how it feels. Where you're like, <laughs> like, you want to put all your energy and be like, no, this is what they did or this is what he did. But then it's like, what do I get from that? Really, at the end, if your friends and family know and, you know, you and your ex or whoever have the, you had the conversations. But there is late night thoughts that make me want to just get in there and. <laughs> I know sometimes the wrong person will catch me on TikTok at like one in the morning and I'm oh, like, you know what? <laughs> Make my day. Please talk trash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Let's take a quick break and then we'll come back and you'll get vulnerable. <laughs> let's do it. Okay. Well, my last question for all of my guests is, is there anything you want to be vulnerable about? So we'll start with Abby. <laughs> I would say something I could be vulnerable about is I guess like it's a weird transition season in a way because I feel like a lot of people are like oh you have all these things happening you should be so excited so forth so forth but it's been more overwhelming than I mean, obviously it's exciting but it's been very overwhelming and like almost feeling guilty in a way because you're kind of like I should be so happy this is the happiest like point of like I don't know period and you're like but it's so overwhelming that that kind of like dampens on it a little bit and like before we were engaged all we had to worry about was oh when's the next date night or like what are we doing this week and now it's like the list keeps growing. It's the wedding, it's the house and all of that. So it's definitely a very fun time, but it's definitely been like 
draining. Like even like you guys being like, oh, are you shy today? I'm like, no, I think I'm just like drained. <laughs> I end up like working on the house and making decisions and all of that. And so I yeah, it's a lot of mental energy. I will be taking a long weekend and resting. <laughs> yeah, it definitely makes it harder to do date nights and like. I mean, I we'd be more likely to make out on the counter when we're not tearing the house apart. But when you're <laughs> woke up at seven and I'm about to go paint for four hours, or I'm trimming trees, or I have to let the carpenter do this, or, you're like, okay, let's drink wine and go to bed. <laughs> we'll do a date night. Let's yeah. Say, well, the next month, cool. Yeah, let's do. So we're like, it's way harder to like try to prioritize the relationship. Obviously, we do pretty well. Walks every day still, but it is harder. Yeah. No, I feel like that's real though, because it, there is like a, I mean, not that I can relate on the being engaged, getting a house situation, but like, I feel like there is a, like a sense of guilt where you're almost like, I should be like, I should be, this should be the happiest time in my life because everyone's saying it's supposed to be. And I should be like, really, obviously you're grateful for everything, but it's like, I, I get where you're coming from with that, but it's, it's a lot of new yeah, I feel like if things and new feelings. You don't like if you share about it, people are like, "Oh, you're sharing too much about it." I'm sure you feel like this too with the breakup and other stuff. It's like people just have a certain way of how they want you to go about it, and then if you don't share about it, they're like, "Well, this is why we're following you. You're supposed to be very open about it and transparent." And I'm just like, "What do you want? Like, like what do you want me to post?" So I'm on the <laughs> where I'm like not posting anything because I'm like. I said I would get all this work done. Somebody has to get the work done. Sure, I have a million videos that I filmed that doubt will see the light of day because I'm like, I just want to be able to live in a house and have, like, just make my breakfast, drink coffee, go on a walk, and then sit on the couch and figure out, you know, go about my day instead of like, yeah, where every day is like, okay, here's what has to be done. I'm not posting it, which means if I'm not posting, I'm not making money, but. I need money to help pay for this stuff. But I also right. post all day because I'm physically doing the work. <laughs> but, oh, no. Yeah. Abby, please. No, I feel like that too at. with like, I feel like that too with like hoarding content almost. Cause it's like, even when I was in like Europe, like London and Paris and I was just like, oh, there's so many opportunities in my head for like great content. But then I had this like internal struggle of like, do I really want to post all this right now? And then it's like, then the breakup on top of it, then I'm like, well, I feel like I'm supposed to be posting. And then I'm like, well, posting is my job. So I kind of like need to be posting. And then I'm like, well, I'm kind of going through something right now. So like, I just want to hide and not post. Like one of my friends is like, oh, like, hey, let's catch up soon. Like I usually watch your Instagram. And so I feel like I know what's going on, but like I deleted Instagram. And I was like, wow, that must be so freeing. <laughs> <laughs> to be able to, to just delete Instagram. <laughs> I know. Like, yeah. But there is a weird guilt, like, I don't know, struggle situation. So I get what you guys are saying for sure. But you'll get back to that, obviously. At the end of the day, you have to do what's best for you, you regardless. And if obviously most of us make our money on social media, if you're sad or overwhelmed or depressed, you're not gonna you're not gonna like what you put out anyways. But if you're forced to put out, yeah. I need to put this stuff out so people know and everything. 
then you don't really get to truly heal either or get what you need to get done. So it's kind of like, there's obviously the point of like, everybody can F off. I got to be healthy. <laughs> like I got to do what's healthy for me. There's right. the aspect, but then there's the aspect of like, okay, this is like, this is where my life is at now. Like I have to, I can't. Yeah. That's <laughs> 22. F off all the time and have a wellness day. Every day. <laughs> Probably, you know, curate some videos because we want to like buy more houses and renovate and stuff. Like turn it into a whole thing, but we're not even close to that yet. Yeah, it's like okay, step by step, we'll get right. Um, well, are you? What's happening with your nursing? Like now that you moved to Tulsa, are you not doing that anymore? I still have a contract in San Diego that I could fly out and pick up. I'm gonna try to look oh. here. I'm gonna try to look in in town, but. I mean, truth be told, I mean, I'm putting all my time into this house. So it's like, once this is done, a lot of things will change for me. I also, I do yeah. more money off social media, but there's an aspect of nursing that no other job that I've done could give me. So like, I can't just yeah. walk away from it, but I also have been in the hospital and it's been pretty shite, you know, the last few years. It's like, especially doing it for a few years, it's like, all right. So it is still there. I mean, I'm still compliant with everything. I could pick up a shift now, but like, do I want to fly to San Diego for a week when we're like so close to at least having the kitchen done and livable? No, I yeah, no, but it's not going anywhere. It's just, I do have the freedom right. to pick up shifts whenever I want that I could float around to the different ICUs in town, but that's nice that you like always have the option. I have the freedom. Yeah. If I get tired of, yeah doing what I'm doing now I can always go in or if I get bored or something but right now I'm, yeah. right now I'm kind of pumping the brakes because it is kind of taxing fair I'm already I already feel I don't feel stressed too often but I do feel pretty pressed like right now just everything I'm trying to do it's like if I had added nursing on top of that right now it could be detrimental who knows <laughs> <laughs> get something get at least this this aspect done and then start to be able to pick up nursing and, you know, do nursing better. Cause I'm not worried about is my house torn apart and content and stuff. Like right. That. Yeah. It seems like you guys have plenty enough going on right now that you don't need to do that and add it on top of that. Plate's full. Plate's full. Plate is full. But I do still love okay. something that I'm like, it's badass. I think it's cool. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I truly can't imagine being a. What'd you say? I said Abby asked what I'm vulnerable about. Yeah, I have you. I would say. <laughs> oh, I thought yours was in there, but okay, more. Yeah. I want more. Tell me. I give Abby a little credit because uh, she moved to California. And I was kind of bouncing around nursing contracts. So those friends she meets are my friends, unless she goes out of her way, but that's hard in a big city. And then, you know, I'm still like needing to do my things, my nursing, the house stuff, my stuff. And she has been just rolls with everything. Obviously she bitches and moans quite a bit, but <laughs> big scheme of things, she's been incredible. And, you know, then we moved here, I introduced my family. I'm like, just trust the process, trust me, but just ignore how everything looks right now. 
she has done an amazing job of just kind of rolling through what I would consider kind of normal, but everyone else would be like, that's psychotic what you're doing. Uh, she's <laughs> just moving through life and like trusting me. So I would be vulnerable and say I'm grateful. Aww. Yeah. Aww. No, so <laughs> sweet. Yeah. No, I'm excited. I mean, I'm excited. I have no problem getting vulnerable. Obviously, I'm clearly I, not. You're better at this than anybody here right now. <laughs> I'm just excited it. About, you know, everything that's to come. This has been great. We've had awesome. Yeah. He's trusted me, you know, quite a bit. I'm excited to like, you know, be able to pay that back a little bit, have a normal life. We have our, our comfortable life, our good life that you can get invested in your friends and stuff like that. You can have your own roots. And I'm not like, hey, just trust me. It can be like, yeah. you trusted me. I did what I could. This is, you know, here's a little bit of our rewards. So I'm excited. Yeah. Oh, well, I feel like that's a good place to end. I appreciate you guys fitting this into your already full plate. <laughs> um, awesome. Tell everyone. What did you say? Have you guys been able to hear the construction outside, the saws or hammers downstairs, or has it been quiet? No, we actually can't. We picked the furthest room in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, tell everyone where they can find you on social media if they want to find you and follow you guys. So my Instagram is Abigail underscore Herringer and my TikTok is just Abigail Herringer. You can find me on Abby's page. <laughs> <laughs> or Noah underscore Herb. Yeah, <laughs> but ours is perfect. But you know, we'll leave it at that. Yeah, you can find me on those. Obviously, we love you. Glad to come on the podcast anytime. 50's big. Fifty is fifty, guys. Yes. I'm glad to see you didn't just want to make a podcast and then quit in a month. You've hung in there, and it's thank good. you. It's good. Like a milestone. Thanks, guys. Um. If you want to find me, you can find me at Chelsea Vaughn on Instagram, at Chelsea Vaughn underscore on TikTok, and at Vulnerable Pod. You can watch this entire episode on YouTube. Guys, love you. I will talk to you soon. And everybody else, thanks for being here. See you next time. <laughs> Bye. Thank you. Toodles.